All right, let's get the show on the road. You all set, Marky? I'm all set. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but I can't hear me. But that's that's okay with me if it's uh, if it's okay with you guys. It's okay with me. I yeah. can hear you. All right, fine. Hey, Strewman, the four outdoorsman. Uh, Mark and I have been gone for a couple of weeks. We had a couple uh, re- pre-recorded shows in the last couple of weeks. It was kind of it's the first time in nine years that we've taken off two Sundays in a row. Yeah, it just happened to be Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve back to back. So um, I feel lazy. I feel out of touch. I'm glad I'm back in in the studio with you. I miss you. I haven't seen you in weeks, but uh, except for you went to my son's game today. I did. So thank you yeah. very much. I'll tell you, we'll talk about that a little bit as well. This is the Four Outdoors. I'm Steve Strusinski. Mark Lukey's my partner. Garrett is the engineer behind the glass taking care of us tonight. We've got a full show here tonight. Mike Briggs from Minnesota Firearms is here. He'll be on the first part of the show, right? And then we got... Uh, Jim Dresch and Dennis. Hang on a second. Hang on a second, Dennis. Oh, hell, tell me your last name. Sazima. There we go, Sazima. And uh, uh, he's got something special. Uh, Jim's got something called Grandpa Jim's Ice Hole. Grandpa Jim's, hang on. <laughs> Grandpa Jim's Ice Hole Trap. Yeah. At, at Grandpa Jimmy's. As a matter of fact, you guys are not going to believe what this is so cool. In fact, I put a, a video on it. I put it on a Facebook video on it uh, today, and, and it's, a, it's a great idea. So I'm looking forward to, to talking with these guys the second half of the show as well. So, Mark, what have you been up to the last two weeks, man? Man, it feels like it's been a long time. Yeah. We haven't really talked since the turn of the new year. Uh, things are going great. Uh, I have a new job now. I've been at for a couple weeks, so I'm just getting the hang of that. Getting ready to go to three outdoors shows in the next month. Shot show. Worldwide show and Sports Inc. show, three different outdoors shows. I'm going to be traveling the country uh, doing that for my new job. So things things are exciting, man. Well, now that you're talking about your new job, consider, considering, this, considering this is an outdoor show, it's all hunting and fishing for the most part, what is your new job? It's, not, it's, not, it's only 30 days old right now, but yep. what is your new job? So now I work for Guns.com, and I help dealers sell and list their firearms, trying to compete with the big boys online. Um, so I work with people like Mike and get them to list their guns and, and our marketing team does a great job of selling those firearms for them. So everybody wins. Now you're talking about working. You got a new job. He said he's working a brand new job. You guys want to chip in, go ahead and do so anytime you want, but this is, you're going to be off for three weeks, the next six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's trade show season. So I'm going to be traveling like crazy. But I'll be back after that, and I won't have to really travel much. But when you do to a trade show, do you work? What do you do? Yeah, just, just talk. Oh, it's you know we've worked these shows before I together. Know, it's I exhausting. Yeah. After twelve hours of talking to people, you just want to uh, sit in the tub and and you know put a muzzle in your mouth. You just don't want to talk anymore. So yeah, it's everyone's like ooh Vegas, but. Um, I don't think I'm going to be out partying too much after that. I don't think you are either. Then you're going to go to Phoenix. You're going to Reno, right? You've never yep. been to Reno. I've never been to Reno. Uh, you'll enjoy Reno. I'll uh, have to bowl where you bowled in the uh, amateur championship <laughs> in Reno. I did. I bowled, uh, I bowled probably 25 years ago. Can you hear us, uh, Jim? Okay, I can. 25 years ago and, and uh, at a, a national tournament. You know, and I used to bowl pretty good, you know, pretty well. Well, when you get there with the big boys, it's <laughs> it's a whole different ball game, and I felt uh, I felt out of place, and uh, I think I even fell one time on the foul line. I might have, I don't remember, but it didn't go well. Did it buzz? Uh, yeah, <laughs> every other lane shuts off, and they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A spotlight on no, you. But it, it, but Reno's a, a fun place, but that was twenty five years ago too. So yeah. So. You know, ice fishing is just really kicking off because we've had crummy, crummy ice. It's crazy. So lots of things going on in the outdoor world, 
world. Uh, Red Lake had some incidents where people got stranded. Did you say a bombardier went through in Lake of the Woods? You know, I feel bad. You know, I I, I co-hosted a, a a bus trip up to Lake of the Woods last year for Bob FM and the Four Outdoorsmen and all that, and with my buddy Brandon from the uh, the Homegrown Show. And we stayed at Ballard's, and we're up there for three days, and they take you out for two days of fishing on those bombardiers. And I didn't realize that those bombardiers actually were built to transport students across the lake and save an hour each way as compared to going to roads, wherever they were going to school back then. Then when, of course, everything changed, and they kept the bombardiers and resorts, bought them and renovated them. And and uh, we took them out a couple of times last year. had a great time, and it was cool to go in those big, looked like World War II things. But now all of a sudden, one goes through the ice from a resort, and one person unfortunately passes away. That's, that's big-time stuff. You huh? remember night one when we were in the trailer behind the, uh, the oh, bombardier? Yeah. We weren't even in the bombardier. That's like, if that right. thing would have went down, we were toast. Yeah, we, um, yeah, they had too many people in our, in our bombardier, so Mark, the small, two smallest guys sat like we were going to baseball practice when we were little kids in the trunk of a car. <laughs> we were in the trailer with all the crap. All the gear, yeah. Yeah, all the gear. Um, hey Brandon, hey, since that since that happened, Brandon's going yeah. on, the, on the the trip to Ballard here in a couple of weeks. Uh, I, I'm I'll be in Feb in February. I'll be in Arizona, so I'm not going to be able to go this year. But have you had any backlash from people concerning that one bombardier that? going through the ice? No, and uh, Ballard's stopped all their fishing. I think at the right time, so it wasn't them. I can't remember what resort it was, and I think it was from like the north side of the lake yeah. too. It might have been Canada or yeah, whatever. by Flag Island, wherever that is. And they never even mentioned the the name of the resort. But so Ballard's was planning on doing fishing for the holiday weekends and stuff. They were they had brought people out, I think, earlier. And then when the conditions weren't good, they shut everything down to be safe. So, like, I trust these people. They're good. And I think yeah. in February when we go up there, it's going to be a substantial oh, amount of ice. Yeah. And There'll we'll be, be three feet of ice. Yeah, we're going to be good. Sure. So, no, but I did think about that. And I was flashing back to riding in those bombers, just flying across the lake and, like, the roughest ride you've ever been on it really was yeah yeah but a lot of fun and I, those things just themselves were cool i mean i was taking pictures of them and talking about them those the history on them's neat that they used them to bus kids to school and now they use them for ice fishing yeah, yeah. brandon while while we have you on the line isn't there an ice show coming up or a sports show that you want to talk about there is the uh saint cloud sportsman show at St. Cloud's River's Edge Convention Center is happening February 9th through the 11th. So even if you're going on the uh, Winter Walleye Connection, you will be back in time for this. And uh, we're going to give away some tickets right now. What do you say we give, give it a shot? We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets to caller number four. And the number, 763-450-0100. I'll say that again. Seven six. Yeah, you guys can win. Uh, whatever. 763-450-0100. Caller number four. We'll get a four-pack of tickets to the St. Cloud Sportsman Show. That's fun. It's going to be it's fun. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, did you see this? Now, we're talking about the bombardiers going in and crap on the ice and ice houses going in because the ice is, is unstable. Did you read in, in North Dakota right now no. that any fish house that is, let's say you take your fish house out, you leave it there, you want to go in and spend the night in town and come back, that fish house has to be made of floatable materials. The whole thing really? has to float. Yep. You no cannot, more plywood nope, shacks anymore. Nope. nope. Now, if, unless you're going to take, you can put your plywood fish house on the lake, but you got to take it off all the time, every day. You can't leave. You can't it there. leave it. You can't leave it there. You can't leave it overnight or nope. anything. 
And uh, so it's got to be made of floatable materials. Can you just tape, uh, you know, life jackets to the roof or something? <laughs> you probably could. Go ahead, Mike. Would spray foam inside make it floatable? I bet it would. Maybe you could just spray foam the inside of it. You might get cancer, but that, no, yeah, yeah. You don't. <laughs> ah, who cares? You don't drown, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. But, the fish are biting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's interesting, and I, and I'm guessing that's uh, the way everybody. The whole thing's going to go like that. The way things are happening, you know, it's it's. Uh, well, I, it's good when they sink. Then there's fish cribs in the spring. I think so. Yeah, they have fish cribs all all over the place and should. The government Wisconsin. is really good at protecting us for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. How was your New Year's, kid? I know you're a big partier. Uh, not anymore, man. Not anymore. Uh, we went to Rochester, uh, some friends, old friends down there. So we spent some time down there. And, um, you know, it was nice. It was nice getting out and seeing friends I haven't seen in a while. And we'd just been so busy with hockey and new jobs. And, and it's good to just take it easy for a day or two. You know, it's um, I'm 72 years old. My pretty wife is 76. And, and we still like to have a good time every once in a while, but we, we, we're not midnight people very often ourselves, you know, unless we wake up at 10 o'clock at night to go to bed or something. But uh, we took my son and, and our daughter-in-law, Erica, my son Mike and Erica, to uh, Running Aces, which is on Highway 35E and 97 there. And we had dinner and a comedy show. And we've gone there. My wife and I have gone there maybe four or five, three or four times the last couple of years, and it was wonderful. And they had two comedy shows, one at 630 for old farts like me, and one at nine o'clock for people who want to celebrate and bring in the New Year's. Well, uh, we were I don't we didn't make we didn't make midnight. <laughs> I know we didn't make midnight, but uh, uh, it was wonderful and it was fun. It's, it's not expensive. It's close to home, and it was great. If you if you enjoy comedy at all, you don't have to go out and gamble and all if you don't want to. It's a piece. They have comedy shows. I should get them. I should get them for, as a sponsor for this show. You should. Yeah, because uh, it's it's close and it's fun and it's. And they have the trotter horses outdoors. So it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was <laughs> a lot of fun great. for us. Yeah. Well, uh, it's the part of the show where we're going to do shout outs. So it's been a few weeks, so we have quite a few shout outs in here. Again, you can comment on our shout out posts every week, and we'll read it on air. It's great to check in with our listeners. First off, I have to give a huge shout out to Centennial B2 Black Team, my son's team. I know they're all listening. They just won first place. Hockey. In, tell in, them it's hockey. Yep, hockey. First place in the Forest Lake Tournament. Five incredible games, and they won the championship against White Bear Lake today at 2.30. It was crazy. It was a crazy game. Strew, thank you yeah. so much for coming. That was really cool. It, you do an awesome job coming and see my kids play. But shout out to all the boys there, especially the goalie, Owen, who had an incredible game, 32-something saves. It was uh, we won in incredible fashion, and, and I'm just so proud of you them. know if they you don't so if, if you don't know or follow much hockey, um, this was it was so much fun because Nick's team, Mark's son's team, was outmanned, and the other team had much more talent. It looked to me like hey, they, they're listening. Take it easy. I uh, know they they had more talent and they were faster, <laughs> and but all of a sudden the goalie started making some saves and whatnot, and you know the momentum of the game and life it just keeps you going. And uh, they were his team. Uh, Centennial was outshot thirty-two to seven, and they won the game three to two. It was so freaking exciting because you're just waiting for the bottom to fall out, you know. And here comes three and one, and three on two, and it, it was crazy. It was a lot of fun. So congratulations yeah. to Nick and the Centennial kids. Good yeah. for them. It was boy. it was an absolute great time. So yeah. congratulations, kids. I know they're all at Hanson's house. One of the coaches, and uh, enjoy it because it's an awesome thing. 
Go ahead. I got a shout out. Shout out to Adam Wentz, who just picked up a four pack of tickets uh, to to the St. Cloud Sportsman Show. And just a heads up to everybody, we're going to be giving away tickets again in Real Talk Outdoors, and we'll be doing this for the next three weeks as well. So you got plenty of opportunities to win yourself a four pack of tickets to the St. Cloud Sportsman Show. But shout out to Adam Wentz. Who is going to be going? Cool. So thanks, Adam. Thanks for listening, awesome. buddy. And speaking of our hockey team, I think we're going to have Casey Bergwald, our coach's son, on next week, who is on the Centennial uh, fishing team. So we're going to learn more about high school fishing and the Centennial program, which my kids are a part of. And uh, so that's going to be great. So other shout outs out here Twin Cities Walleyes Unlimited. Uh, it says, Nice slab. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope everyone is staying safe on the ice. Great meeting last Thursday night with Larry Hansen Outdoors. Breaking down the walleyes and looking forward to our February 1st meeting with Jeremy Smith. Um, Corey Bechtold says, uh, talk, talk and round gill with Macula Jigs. Jesse Koskinimi, hope you guys had a great new year. I'm already getting cleared up, uh, geared up for the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic in March. Yeah, that one's coming up too. Our friend Shannon Cruz checking in. Uh, some great walleye pictures there. Uh, the Mueller's checking in. We got Tim Inglestead says Happy New Year from from uh, Balsam Beach Resort. Hi, Tim. John Marshall and Caden Marshall out fishing uh, on Beachside Resort in Lake Mille Lacs. And so everyone that we've missed is checking in. So that's pretty awesome. You know, when you have what's-his-name, the kid, the student fisherman on, and the coach, Yep. Uh, that'll be good for me because I want some tips because uh, September, or rather January 17th and 18th, my buddy Bob Krejci, Dan Boris, and I are going down to Ferryville, Wisconsin, someplace south of La Crosse. It's on the river, and we're going to fish with uh, Bill Ortiz. He's taking us out on an airboat, and we're going to go places where, you know, maybe a little bit touchy, and uh, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. So I need some tips. I don't think we're, you can't fish deep, I don't think, this time of the year. I don't have any idea, so looking forward to that, fishing with Bill Ortiz and my buddies on the 18th of January. That's going to be fun. Never been on an airboat before, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. should be kind of fun. That's awesome. But, it, it, but the older I get, and I don't know about you guys, I don't like five-degree weather and 20-mile-an-hour winds. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to sit on a five-gallon bucket and say, this is fun. You know, I did. <laughs> if, if there's a motel on the shoreline, yeah, I'm in. But, so this is, I'll be dressed warm and all that, but... Uh, I'm just not good at tying fishing knots when it's. Are you going minutes. on an airboat? I know this is the airboat guy. Yeah. Are you actually going on the ice in an airboat? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, fishing backwaters and all that stuff. Yep, all the back bays and things, and so it should be kind of fun. So Bill Ortiz, I talked to his family a couple of days ago, and they're out there s- scouting right now the best spots, and I'm looking forward to that. So it's going to be fun. Awesome. Well, why don't you tease for everyone the rest of the show? Who do we have on tonight? We're going to start out with, uh, of course, uh, Mr. Mike Briggs here. He's. Uh, He's with uh, Minnesota Firearms, right, out of Anoka. Right. Yeah, thank and, you for uh, having me. And uh, looking forward to that. We're going to talk a little bit about what your job is, what your business is, and, and concealing carry and all this other kind of good things. He's got good mm-hmm. stories. Did you know he was a personal bodyguard for Justin Bieber? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I remember you telling me that a long, long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. He's got stories. I've known Mike for a long time, so we're excited to have him aboard. You know what's fun about this is that now that he's on the four outdoorsmen, someone's going to have to be a bodyguard for him. Yeah, right. exactly. We're making, we're making him a superstar. But, oh, that's that's cool. I remember that. and, and We must have had him on the air early on. Like 10 years ago. Yeah, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and talked about that. Now, was that was early on in Justin Bieber's career. I know him. Yeah, it was when he first broke out before I got fat and old. <laughs> but yeah, now he, now he can kick the crap out of you if you had to. He yeah. had to, but yeah. Yeah, when he first first got popular, the company 
I worked for worked many of the clients that their labels had worked with. Yeah. Cool. Good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah, Mike's got a lot of stories. I've known him for a long time. So then we got uh, the Grandpa Jimmy Dresch, of course. He'll be on next with his buddy Dennis Sazima is going to be on as well. We're going to talk about the uh, the Grandpa Jimmy's ice hole trap, and I've se- I've seen videos of it. Look it up on YouTube. Jimmy's going to be on the second half, so if you got some time, look up, go to YouTube and look up Grandpa Jimmy's ice hole trap, and you don't know what we're talking about. It's going to be a lot of fun. We all set for a break. Is that what it is? Yeah, we're all set for a break. Be right back with uh, Mr. Michael Briggs, Minnesota Firearms, out of Anoka. Missed part of Bob Outdoors? No problem. Just click on the Weekend tab at MyBobCountry.com to listen back to the four outdoorsmen anytime. Call Dazeal Heating and AC when you need dependable, affordable, and professional furnace repair at your home. Dazeal knows the feeling when your furnace goes out during a cold winter day. If you have a unit that's ready to roll over, Dazeal's team of licensed and certified HVAC technicians are here to help. Dazeal's trucks are stocked to repair any furnace system and can get your house warm and cozy again. Suspect a problem? Call the top dog today before your furnace goes out. They will come running to your rescue before it is too late. DazealHVAC.com. Hey, I'll tell you what, Devil's Lake is much more than walleye limits of five a day and ten in possession or jumbo perch that'll blow your mind. Devil's Lake offers, offers plenty for everybody, including upland bird hunting. Uh, there's hiking, exploration, cross-country skiing, theater, casino, golfing in the summer, uh, Whitehorse Hill, Graham Island State Park, and yes, 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 absolutely wonderful fishing with walleyes open all year long with no slot limit. I'll tell you what, you can't beat that. Check out devilslakend.com. I'd like to welcome our newest sponsor, Minnesota Firearms Training out of Anoka, Minnesota. I've known Mike for over a decade, and he simply has the best place to go for your permit to carry classes. You can get your Minnesota or non-resident Florida multi-state permit. You can shoot in their state-of-the-art gun range and take a class right there. We're going to talk about this in the next segment, but sign up at mnfirearms.com. That's mnfirearms.com. They also buy and sell guns. They can special order anything you need. Shoot, train, get permits, and buy guns. Hey, it sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, too, but I'll tell you what. Hey, when's the best time to fish? Everybody near Ely, Minnesota understands the best time to fish is every day up there. Hey, make sure that you visit Arrowhead Outdoors, EliMN.com first, because Arrowhead Outdoors posts fishing reports regularly, along with daily updates of exactly what they have for live bait on hand. That saves you time, and that saves you some hassle. There's five to nine inches of ice up there, and uh, they're just waiting for your auger. So I'll tell you what, Arrowhead Outdoors was recently voted again one of the best Bait tackle and camping stores in the entire state of Minnesota. I tell you what, you got to stop by and see why. That's Arrowhead Outdoors. Clam Outdoors has what ice anglers need for ice fishing this winter. From portable fish traps and pop-up hub shelters to ice armor by clam outerwear and cold weather gear to stay warm on those cold winter days. Along with a wide array of accessories, clam pro tackle, frost ice line, rods, reels, and combos, and so much more. Whether you're a hardcore or casual ice angler, clam has what you need for ice fishing. Check out the full line of ice fishing gear at clamoutdoors.com. Power Lodge is the number one source for ATVs in the upper Midwest. With the top three brands, including Polaris, CF Moto, and Can-Am, 
you're able to test drive them all in a head-to-head comparison to find the perfect ATV for hunting, ice fishing, plowing, and having the best time possible on four wheels. Power Lodge also offers all the best gear to fully customize your off-road vehicle, including plows, windshields, heated hand grips, gun scabbards, and more. Message and data rates may apply. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day. Because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. Need a car? Get started now and drive off as early as today. Just text APPLY NOW to 88909 right now to get started. That's APPLY NOW to 88909. Auto financing the easy way. Text APPLY NOW to 88909. Total Country Bob FM. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Let's have some fun. Strewman here, Mark Luke. We've got a hell of a show tonight. Mike Briggs is here. We've got... Uh, Grandpa Jimmy and his buddy uh, Dennis is next. He'll be on at about 640 to help us out as well. But Mike Briggs, I tell you, he's your buddy. You bring him in. Yeah, I would like to welcome uh, Mike Briggs to be part of our show and a, a new sponsor of ours. I've known Mike for well over 10 years. I, I walked into meet you at, was it Trails End at the time? Yeah, a little bait shop in Fridley. Yep, a little bait shop in Fridley. Mike had a little gun counter. And uh, we talked about promoting. I, I learned more about him and his classes. And it's been a long time. It's been three different locations you've had. You've you've progressed. You had a, you had one in downtown. Was it downtown Ramsey? Like uh, above downtown Anoka. Yeah, Anoka. We, yeah, we were subleasing uh, from the owner of that Trails End Bait Shop for a while, and outgrew that space and um we're in downtown anoka for a couple of years kind of by the bars yep. up in the lofts down there i remember meeting you for wings there were some great yeah. wings down there. yeah for sure and beers <laughs> you'll notice beers. i've been in the show for nine years nine years with mark lukey right now and we could be talking about the you know the h-bomb and somehow he's going to relate that to food <laughs> always yeah. chicken wings food always shows up somehow but yeah keep yeah. going yeah yeah yeah, then we ended up uh, uh, purchasing our own uh, building and renovating it, the old Sinclair gas station right off of Ferry and Highway 10 in Anoka, tore it down and, and put a new building there, and, and then eventually a gun range there as well. So it's basically where 169 and Highway 10 connects, right? Exactly. It's like a T. You go past Highway 10 if you're going north on 169, and it's on the right side. Now, yep. they've had construction there like crazy yeah. for two years yeah did that just kill you or what oh it was what just a grind there? yeah if you wanted to if you were in our building you really wanted to be there yeah yeah you drove through a back alley around construction orange signs trying to google maps has got you on the wrong place you're on the other side i mean yeah it was it was a like, mess what a nightmare for all those businesses yeah um i remember coming to the show last year two years ago it's still under construction it seems like it's been a it's decade. open now it uh, it's crazy, and yeah. so I can't imagine. I can't imagine being a business like you had. How did you survive? I mean, obviously, 
COVID, everyone was crazy. So that helped. If it wasn't for that crazy demand, I mean, that must that would have been a brutal couple of years. Yeah, we're a little bit of a destination, too. People are wanting to come to us. We've been in the business a long time. So we've got a really good reputation, and people kind of search permit to carry training on Google, and we organically come up pretty high. Right. So I would say a good uh, probably 60% of our business is on traveling to us to go through permit right. to carry training, and then we do sell firearms and have a range too, so you know people come up. Come, they'll make the drive. What is it like opening? Like when I, I first saw your new shop, which is beautiful, by the way. Yeah, thank y- you. You talked about putting a range together, and that was a long expensive process yeah it's not easy to put up a gun range in the middle of the twin cities no nowadays. scary it's scary it's a lot Can of you money. talk it's... about that process like yeah. the permits everyone's fighting you along the way i'm sure yeah well first thing you got to do is you got to find a community that'll let you do it oh, yeah. yeah you know which is rare yeah so north you, metro helps yeah if you and it's not like uh, there's areas that are zoned for gun ranges so usually right. you have to uh, rewrite the city code and allow for a conditional use permit and do that at your expense and then go in front of council and get an approval for that. And and there's a, there's a particular individual on the Anoka City Council that, for whatever reason, doesn't like anyone in my industry. And <laughs> Why don't you name names here? Yeah. Well, I could. I don't, I'm not a fan of his at all. He's a business killer. And but there's he, other he's guys. A, the guy's a Biden fan. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. But there's other guys on the council that are very pro-small business. Right. And, and Anoka is just that type of community with federal cartridge across the street from me. They're a, yeah. they're a lunchbox community, a blue-collar kind of community, a gun town. Yeah. And there's... You know, some that that are on the other side of that, but whatever. But I I did get approval through majority to do what I did. And then it came up to uh, saving all the money I had saved up and putting my investment in and and convincing the lenders that I had a good business plan and then financing the construction and taking out that big note. And then, of course, you know, uh, when you're talking guns and beginners, there's always a liability a scary liability there Mm -hmm. you know you do your best to make sure uh it's a safe environment for everybody and and have the insurance and instructors and and whatever so you were mentioning that you had to convince lenders and whatnot that they have a good business plan and it's something that everyone's going to benefit from do you happen to have a spouse you had to convince at the same time no Okay. <laughs> no, I, that, I, I had plenty of support there from home because I've been in the business a long time, and it was just an organic thing for me. It was just I've always needed my own gun range. I've always been to I've been to every gun range in this state, you know. So, um, yeah, no, I the, the, the I've always had good support at home for it. It was just getting uh, finding a location was the hardest thing. I imagine finding a building and a spot where a community would allow you to do it. And I didn't overnight just have a gun range. I started with just a retail building, and then I did my classes in that building, and I traveled to other gun ranges. And had paid I them had, all the money. Gave them all the money. Got everyone in a car train there. Yeah, every time. yeah. It was yeah. just a pain. <laughs> the students didn't mean to didn't seem to mind it a whole lot, but it was always driving me crazy. You yeah. know, I always felt like I was you know, at somebody else's mercy to and run And you brought my so much money to a lot of these other ranges, and yeah. they didn't seem to appreciate it that much. No, like. no. They, you know, I was their 
best customer. I was right. literally paying thousands of dollars at these ranges. And uh, finally, it got to the point to where I, I realized that my destiny is up to another third-party range, whether or not they want to let me be there. So right. I, I I went and tried to get approval to build a range. And had I had known then what I know now, that Anoka would allow me to build a range, because I just started just – I just wanted a retail gun store. Yeah. You know, in a classroom. Had I had known then that they'd allow me to build a range, I would have put it down sub-level and saved a whole bunch of money. But so where, where's the the ranges on the same level as your, your, yeah, your concealing carry classes in your store and all that, right? Okay. All yeah, right. I eventually bought the land next door and added onto the building. All right. All right. So that was one big building. It used to be a third of the what size. What were the objections or, or the roadblocks you had to go through to get the range not only uh, approved but built? Is it square footage? Is it, is it insulation? Is it three foot concrete walls? What is it? I, you know what? I had no objections at the city. One of the council members was asking about where am I going to plant my trees and bushes? <laughs> <laughs> and she was awesome. And I told her not a one. Yeah, there you not go. Nothing yeah. anybody's going to hide around. Yeah, it's going to be a big building right there at the corner with a nice green grass. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but then uh, 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 Skoquist was anti-gun and wanted nothing to do with firearms or training or any of that there. So I just had one of them. But all I needed was a majority. Yeah. And uh, Weaver, Jeff Weaver was instrumental and very helpful and the mayor of anoka was outstanding with with support and a lot of those guys actually were students of mine before i went and did all this so they've been through the class they see what we're doing uh the passion we have in the teaching and everything it's it's incredible seeing the progress and and i went in the other day and checked it out just even like the ventilation system like it is absolutely state-of-the-art right you don't have to you know, hand over hand, anything back. Everything's automatic. I mean, you even have things in your range where a, a target can turn, mm-hmm. stuff like that, like scenarios, training, right? Yeah. So you can have actual scenarios where, you know, a target will turn and then turn back and, and you have to do different stuff. So it's 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 way different than any range I've ever been to. And it's just incredible to see how those kind of things have progressed. Well, and most importantly to us, it's clean. You know, if OSHA were to come in, they would leave there saying, that's how you do it. You know, we've got D-lead wipes in every lane to wipe your hands off. And we vacuum with HEPA vacuums in our ventilation system. It's a, it's a, almost a $300,000 ventilation system that recycles all the air in that room every 60 seconds. It's 25,000 square feet through HEPA filters. So me personally, if this is where I'm going to live, I don't want to die from lead exposure, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So I got an outstanding ventilation system in there. My staff is trained really well on how to keep it clean and wipe it down and and uh, make it a safe environment, you know, because you're actually a manufacturer of contaminants by shooting bullets in the air and, you know, lead. Yeah. So lead and gunpowder. So it's 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 very clean, very state-of-the-art. Good for you. I'd like to talk a little bit about, and I read about it in your commercial, um, the process of getting uh, a permit to carry, uh, the difference in a multi-state, Minnesota, what all that means. Just mm-hmm. just go through a, the real basics of what you have to do to get your permit, what that entitles you to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to get super into the legal weeds, but sure. what that means for the normal person in purchasing a firearm or what it means for carrying a firearm 
And what is the the Florida multi-state thing? Can you explain that? A yeah, bit? yeah, sure. So, well, I'll start real basic. Anybody uh, who's 18 or older can come in and buy a firearm if they have uh, the if they can pass the background check, which is not very hard to pass if you're not a violent criminal. Right. So, um, uh, just to get a permit to purchase a firearm, such as a handgun or an AR-style rifle, you can't purchase handguns until you're 21, but you could purchase AR-style rifles at 18 with a permit issued by the police department in the city that you live in at no charge. They do a background check. It's no different than buying a deer hunting rifle. Uh, now, your permit to carry training is a little bit different. If you want to carry a gun or have the option to carry a gun, you've got to go through the permit to carry class so you learn the laws on how not to get in trouble with a firearm is the goal, teaching you transporting guns in your car, home defense, you know, what to do if, God forbid, you ever use your firearm, the differences in guns, ammo, and and everything. TSA, there's a, there's a thing there, routine law enforcement stops. Uh, renewing the permit, all of that. And every permit is a multi-state permit. So the Minnesota permit to carry is good in off the top of my head, about 30 states, give or take. And there's maps on our website at mnfirearms.com. You can look at those maps. Um, so you go through the class and then you perform a proficiency test, a live fire exercise showing competence competency with your firearm, loading the magazines, reloading the gun, kind of a magazine exchange. It's not focused really on a bullseye shoot where you have to hit yeah, it's not 10 a, in the 10 yeah. ring to pass. It's right. got to have some common sense about you safely handle your firearm. Come pass the live fire exercise, and then you turn that certificate into your sheriff's department, and you'll pay them uh, to process the application and do a background check. And the maximum they can charge is up to $100. A lot of the counties around here charge a discounted rate. And then usually within less than 30 days, they have the permit card in your mailbox, which is good for five years to not only can you buy guns with that, you can carry as well. So it's a permit to carry and acts as a permit to buy. And then you renew it the same way. You can either take an online course you know, or classroom instruction, do your live fire. Now, you did ask about the Florida multi-state permit. Again, another permit, which is another multi-state permit. Florida is very popular for guys that travel because it's good in a lot of states. Minnesota's not. Mm -hmm. Texas, Wyoming, uh, Florida, uh, North Carolina. It's a seven-year license. Uh, so it's a completely separate license in your wallet. And for like 60 bucks, guys can get that. And the Minnesota permit classroom is like $99. And again, we do have an online option. Some people really busy or learn best online. That's $89. You could take the online course and then stop in any time. No appointment needed. We're open seven days a week. Complete your live fire exercise. And then you can go and visit your sheriff's department and apply. All right, we, we are talking about, we're talking with Mike Briggs with Minnesota Firearms. He's out of Anoka, been around for a long, long time. He's got a hell of an operation there. You were talking about conceal and carry. How was that, how was that uh, as far as numbers, the popularity in conceal and carry as compared to maybe five years ago? More people, consistent, fewer people? It's, very, it's consistent. It's a lot less. I'd say five years ago we were qualifying twice the students we're doing now. But also, uh, five years ago, we were doing it for less money. So we've gotten to a point where we're working smarter than harder. Yeah. We have our own on-site range now, so there's costs involved with that. So 
rather than discounting it and then driving people around the Twin Cities to other ranges. We charge a little bit more, and it's all in-house, and we focus on quality than quantity now. So we kind of limit the seating in our classroom, and we charge a little bit more. I think $99 out there is about the average price, and then you'll, you know, you'll run into discount ranges that do like Groupons and stuff, but that's just not our style. We're more of a, yeah. a pro shop. I went. Uh, we got to wrap this up, with, and we're going to get to uh, Grandpa Jimmy here in a couple of seconds. But I took a. I went skydiving with a Groupon coupon, and uh, two for one. <laughs> hey, that's a hell of a. And uh, one thing thinking, I wouldn't cheap out is on. Is this? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the same thing with guns. I don't know it's if it's a one-time use yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gar- it's guaranteed to last as long as you live. One of those things, you yeah. know. But anyway, uh, Mike Briggs. I'll wrap this up and tell us how, how people can find you if they're interested in Conceal and Carry or anything yeah. else about your business. Yeah, thank you. We're really, really easy to find. We're at the corner of, again, Highway 10 and the Ferry Street exit in Anoka. Our website is uh, www.mn, as in Minnesota, mnfirearms.com. We have on-site gunsmiths there. We do retail sales, gun rentals. We sell a lot of suppressors. We've got the kiosks in our store to do fingerprints, digital photographs. Uh, Permit to carry training has been a niche of ours for a long time. And a lot of basic handgun 101 for beginners. Cool. A lot of private instruction stuff like that as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks for joining the team. I'm going to call on you for anything related. We're going to talk about red flag logs, but we ran out of time, so I'm going to have to get you back to talk about that. Next time. He's close by. He'll be in any time you want. And, yeah, uh, yeah, Stu's going out of town in a month, so maybe I'll have Mike sit in with me for a couple weeks. Yeah, there you go. But uh, thank you, Mike. Thanks for joining us. And if you need anything firearms-related, go to Minnesota Firearms in Anoka. All right, tell you what, be right back with Jimmy. And he's with uh, Grandpa Jimmy's, I guess. Ice Hole Trap, I'll tell you you got to see this. you got to listen to this. This man's a genius. Talk to you in a couple of minutes. Listen to Total Country Bob FM anytime, anywhere, online at mybobcountry.com. Hey, the four outdoorsmen have been to Devil's Lake many times and fall in love with it every time. Hard water's here, and Devil's Lake is just about as good as it gets. I'm going to name drop here. Kurt Wallbeck of Outdoor Bound TV and John Hoyer, winner of the National Walleye Tour the last two years, are only two of the professional big shots that feel like Devil's Lake is overall the best fishery in the entire country. Saying a lot. Hey, before you head that way, get a hold of Strewman here. I'll put you in touch with a great guy. Nice hotels, superb restaurants, whatever you need. Check it all out on DevilsLakeND.com. And thanks. I'd like to welcome our newest sponsor, Minnesota Firearms in Anoka, right off 169 and Highway 10. I've known Mike for over a decade, and he's the best place to go for permit-to-carry classes. You can get your Minnesota or non-resident Florida multi-state permit-to-carry. You can shoot in their state-of-the-art gun range and take class right there and shoot in his range. Sign up at MN, like the state, mnfirearms.com. They can also buy and sell guns, either special order, anything you need. Shoot, train, get permits, buy guns. Sounds good to me, Minnesota Firearms. Hey, one of the most beautiful winter settings in Minnesota is every square mile surrounding Ely. Ice fishing, of course, is superb, and the options are nearly endless. But Arrowhead Outdoors, well, it's a must stop for every hiker, hunter, or fisherman. Heading that way because Chris and Steve, eh, they pretty much know it all. Hey, once again, Steve has fish houses for rent on the doorstep of the Bounty Waters. He fishes a lot, and as a result, knows where to put those babies, and he'll put the odds in your favor. Hey, I'll tell you what reserve your fish house today go to arrowheadoutdoorsilymn.com 
Clam Outdoors has what ice anglers need for ice fishing this winter. From portable fish traps and pop-up hub shelters to ice armor by Clam Outerwear and cold weather gear to stay warm on those cold winter days. Along with a wide array of accessories, Clam Pro Tackle, Frost Ice Line, rods, reels, and combos, and so much more. Whether you're a hardcore or casual ice angler, Clam has what you need for ice fishing. Check out the full line of ice fishing gear at ClamOutdoors.com. Power Lodge is the number one source for ATVs in the upper Midwest. With the top three brands, including Polaris, CF Moto, and Can-Am, you're able to test drive them all in a head-to-head -head comparison to find the perfect ATV for hunting, ice fishing, plowing, and having the best time possible on four wheels. Power Lodge also offers all the best gear to fully customize your off-road vehicle, including plows, windshields, heated hand grips, gun scabbards, and more. All right, welcome back. Strewman here, Mark Lukey, Brandon, and, and Garrett behind the glass. We've got uh, we got a friend of ours, Jim Dresch. He's this is this is special. I like finding what I like about our show, Jim, and uh, and his buddy Dennis is next to me as well. Is that we we find which we're, it's all about stories. It's all about building relationships and having fun and finding interesting stories, not just about how to tie a fishing knot. It, it, we like ice conditions and all that. But what you have done, Jim Dresch, I think is ingenious. He's got something called Grandpa Jimmy's Ice Hole Trap. Introduce yourself, talk about your background a little bit, and we're going to talk about this. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for having us on. You and, uh, uh Jim Dresch, I'm from Alexandria, Minnesota, and I've got a partner in the business, Dennis Sasma. He's from Dent, Minnesota, and we've been in all kinds of stuff all our life. We Every time I jump into something, I show it to Dennis, and he says, yeah, I think I'll try that. And <laughs> That's a good friend to have. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he, And he was in from day one. So uh, I'm going to have to go back at least 20, 2016, almost eight years now. And uh, another good friend of mine, we were, we were fishing together on two different lakes, two different portable fish houses looking for a crappie spot And uh, before we brought the big house out. And uh, he called me up and he said, Jim, I got the spot for that big house. He said, I got 12 really nice crappies. And you know, it's going through my mind, he's got two over the limit. But before, <laughs> I, <laughs> before I said anything, he said, but five got back down the hole. Oh, oh. And uh, I thought, well, that's too bad from him. I wasn't worried because it wasn't my fish. So we brought the big house out and, uh, you know, cleaned the, cleaned the lake uh, snow off and moved the house in, drilled the holes, banked the house, got all sitting down and everything. And... Gosh, behind me, I heard his chair fly across the room, and I heard this thud, and he's down on the floor, and then fish is gone. Well, he lost another one. And uh, it wasn't five minutes later, and God, I hear this thud, and he's down on the hole, and another fish is gone. I heard the water slopping around, his hands all wet, and arms wet. And I said, uh, Roger, I said, you're going to hurt your kneecap. And he said, yeah, that one kind of stung a little bit. And so all of a sudden, my bobber goes down, and I'm a little bit more conservative, and I'm thinking dinner, so I slide my chair back. I get down on my hands and knees, and I pull the fish up with one hand, and I get my arm down the hole, and I grab that fish, and yep. and uh, I'm going. I'm going to eat supper tonight for sure. So I, you know, get up and pull my chair back up and get settled in and get the rod down, and I look over to my right, and gosh, that bobber's going down now, and so I get over on my hands and knees and get down there and grab that fish, and well, then I get grab the chair and pull myself up and slide back in and. Well, God, now this bobber's down, and I'm down there again, and 
I was down up and down 10, 12 times, and I thought, this is like going to the fitness center. <laughs> and I, I thought to myself, wouldn't, wouldn't fishing be so much more pleasant if you, once you got the fish in the hole, he's going home to dinner, or you're going to get a picture and let it go. So I'm going to go fast here. So I went home and went to the scrap metal pile and got some metal and pounded some stuff together out in the garage bar. And, and uh, all of a sudden, here it was that, it, it saved the fish, and uh, I've never seen anything like it before. And uh, I've been fishing for 55, 60 years, never heard of anything, but I put it out in the fish house, and it actually worked. And and uh, so a couple of buddies asked me if uh, they could have one, and so I built some more, and then I thought, well, I might as well try to get a patent on it. Yeah, so yeah. Can't, uh, so don't, any- don't go through the entire patent story, because I yep. know it took about three, four years. It yep. was a pain in the butt. But once you finally got the patent, and I, I'm looking at it right now, and uh, uh, this is Grandpa Jimmy's ice hole trap, and it is, frankly, it's a very, very ingenious, ingenious invention. Describe, try, try to describe to our folks on the air here without them being able to see it right now, although they can find it by going to Grandpa Jimmy's ice, uh, uh, ice hole trap. Jimmy's.com, yeah, right? Yeah, and, and find videos of how this works. Describe yep. exactly yep. How, did, how you came about this Well, what, and, and try for, to describe it if you could. The first thing we did is a patent search and couldn't find anything. And then some things did come up, and uh, there was a guy that tried to – most people try to shut the hole off from the bottom mm-hmm. uh, with a plate that swings over the hole. Well, the problem with that is that your fish goes around the hole one time and he cuts your line off. Yeah. And another invention that uh, the patent attorney ter- – the patent office turned me down three times – and there was another invention where once you get the fish in the hole, you jab something in from the top of the hole and try to grab that fish, but you're going to knock more fish off the line than you're ever going to save. Mm-hmm. And my theory was your fish trap has to actually be down in the hole previous to you catching the fish, and it has to be along and tight to the side of the hole. And it's got a hinge on the bottom. And then I went up and got a foot pedal on the top, and I got a heavy-duty parachute cord, and I tied the two together. So all you have to do is step on the foot pedal, and the bottom trap shuts. And the trap is sitting about three, four inches above the bottom of the hole, so that fish can go around and around all day long. And then once he comes up, you just gently step on the trap, and it's shut, and he can't get away. And when you're when you got the fish, you know, in your uh, in your bucket or whatever, you just take your foot off the pedal, and it all. Uh, operates on gravity so actually you, you can actually do this i mean you're standing you drop this cylinder into the ice hole and if it, it fits you have different sizes right what sizes have you got yeah we have uh we have two models right now and, and this is back in 2016 when we put this together but we have one for an eight inch hole and one for a 10 inch hole and uh, the the trap part for the eight inch hole is actually six inches so there's a little play around the outside so it's not if you go home tonight and come back in a couple of days, you don't have to redrill your hole. And the one for the 10-inch hole is actually 8 inches. Yeah. You know, we're talking with, with uh, Jimmy Dresch, of course. He's Grandpa Jimmy, and he's got uh, Grandpa Jimmy's ice hole fish trap, which is amazing. And his buddy here, Dennis, is next to me as well. It is really, really genius. Mark's got a question for you. Yeah, so <clears throat> one thing I love is you can lift the whole thing up, right, so you're not getting your arm wet, right? I mean, that's a great application. Yep. Another one is I can see and tell me if you've ever used it for this, but reviving a fish, it's not going to slip out and go down before it's revived. 
it looks like you could you could have it down and make sure the fish is alive and revived and then let it let it go down the hole is that another application you could use it for just put your foot on the pedal and put the fish in the hole until it re- revives yeah yeah if it takes off let your foot off and he's gone yeah then it's not stuck under the ice or dead yep. and not revive it, it seems like there's a lot of practical things that you can use this for i never thought of that that makes a whole lot of sense you know people they're taking so many pictures in three, four, five minutes, whatever. They, oh, we got to put this fish back down the hole, and then it's just going to float yeah. there. But, but the way this is set up, he can close the bottom mm-hmm. of the hole off and still have water in the hole. Yep. Put the fish back in there and try to revive it before they put it back down. If yep. you want to release the fish, it's, it's extremely ingenious. Now I'll tell you, but you, this takes. I'm looking at the patent right now. This is not. Looks cool. It, it looks like a diploma. This is not. Well, even even uh, Mr. Wonderful wouldn't wouldn't get pissed off at you when you show this on shark tank but this is so ingenious but you got you got some huge cojones because it took a long time and you must have quite a big investment in this how are you marketing the fish trap well we're just we haven't really done a lot of marketing it took us five years to uh, three months short of five years to get the patent and uh, so once i got the patent for the united states and canada then we went into maybe a little more aggressive uh, manufacturing and it was just following COVID and all the steel companies because I got – it's made out of heavy-duty galvanized steel. Yeah. And so I have a company that lasers out all my parts. And half of the company shut down. The other half were too busy, so I couldn't – it took me a year to find another manufacturer. Right. And then the other, the other thing, while we were working on all this, even though while we were working on the, the patent, even though it took five years, we were still busy on figuring out – Okay, yeah, it's really nice, but how do you mount it in your fish house? How do you mount it out on the ice? How do you mount it in a portable fish house? And maybe I'm going to have Dennis come on and say a few words because he's the inventor of the mounting board. We work together on it, so maybe he can say a few words on the board. We're talking about the mounting board. When you let's say let's say you're even fishing outside, Dennis. This is Dennis, yep. uh, Dennis Sazima, and uh, when you put this, you drop the cylinder into the ice well, hole. There's a there's a piece of wood that stays on the ice. That's what he's talking about. The mounting board. There's actually this, you don't use that cylinder. That's just to show how it works. Okay, all right. It's just a fish trap itself. You clip it on this beautiful oak stained board and then uh, set it down by your hole. And when it's down in the hole, you just watch it just above the bottom of the ice. Yeah. On the opposite side of your depth finder. And when that fish gets in that hole, you just step on that and you reach down and pick that fish up like a landing net without having to put your hand down in the ice, icy water. It's it's so simple. It's it it's crazy. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Now, is can you adjust the depth of the fish trap itself? Yes. The, the door do. the door on the bottom of the hole based on the depth of the ice. Yes, they all come in a 12 inch extension. Okay. You can adjust it to the different depth of your ice. You just adjust the string that we got on there, the parachute cord, to a different length, so your fish trap hangs straight down. So when you step on it, it comes up flat to close the hole. All right. You're marketing these right now, you guys. Um, uh, I know maybe some bait stores up north. You talked about being in some places buying Lake of the Woods and Red Mimidji, areas around there. But what are you what are you selling these for? What does the, it cost? The uh, the eight inch one is seventy nine ninety five, and the ten inch one is eighty four ninety five, and they're virtually indestructible. I can see so that. We're thinking about putting a lifetime warranty on it because it's galvanized steel, and it's if if somebody ruins one. I don't. They'd have to run over with a truck or something, but uh, we just haven't got that far yet with everything else. So, but uh, somebody's uh, 100% money back guarantee. It's like I say, it's solid steel. 
And we put heavier steel than we needed to. We put heavier hinges in that we needed to. When you buy something from us, we guarantee it. So The reason we do that is because you, if you're like me, you recommend taking them out of the hole every night. I left mine in the hole for four days, and the fish house heat went off. It froze in the hole, so I had to chisel it out. I just straightened it out and reused the same thing again. So, Well, that wasn't a very smart thing there, no. young man. No. <laughs> that wasn't a very smart thing. One of them things you don't do. I guess not. I'm a left-handed Pollock from the east side of St. Paul. I could have figured that one out. Are you guys going to be um, like doing the tour of ice fishing shows and sports shows? Are you, are you prepared to do that grind, or um, are you letting everyone come to you because this is a great invention? Well, we did a couple shows a, a couple years ago while we were waiting, we were patent pending and stuff. Yep. And the funny thing was, uh, when I first invented it, I said, wow, this really works. You know, this is nice. And uh, I looked on, I Googled it up, and people have been ice fishing for 2,000 years. And nobody's ever, I've never seen anything, nobody's ever figured it out. And there's 15 million anglers in the U.S., another million in Canada. Uh, there's 38 states that have all or part of the state has ice fishing. And the top six states are uh, Alaska, Wisconsin, no, Wisconsin, Alaska, Minnesota, and then comes Colorado, North Dakota, and New York. So, I mean, but so I think with all these states and all these people, but when I invented the thing, I thought, well, that's great. What should I call it? Because it doesn't have a name. So I just kind of thought, well, Grandpa Jimmy's Ice Hole Trap. So, but yeah, we're going to do some shows. We'll be doing all the shows around, and, and uh, we're going to do some more advertising and stuff. Waiting for ice this year. We're a little bit set back, but just oh, like boy. everybody else. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, you're catching up right now. You yep. can, you'll have a good uh, 45 days anyway, yep. maybe two months anyway. Um, go ahead, go ahead. Doug. Like we had one guy order one from California, and we sold some to Canada, but the shipping is so much higher to ship them up into Canada because of the, the tariff or whatever they charge for shipping them across the border. So. Have you uh, have you talked to people who you've, you've sold these to, or have you given a couple of these out to fishermen to try to give us and get some response from them what's the feedback the, been the feedback is that uh people that are a little bit older senior citizens absolutely love it yeah uh i talked i talked to one guy actually he was from south of saint paul and i was up at jr's on red lake just visiting with people having a cheeseburger and he said he drove all the way from south saint paul to lake of the, uh, red lake and he was there a week and he said the nicest walleye he had he lost and you know he was he i think he had probably a seventy-five thousand dollar ice castle and he's pulling it with a yeah. hundred thousand dollar f-350 oh yeah yeah but you know you wouldn't go fishing in a boat without a landing net i did it one time it was up against the garage and uh, i'm trying to scoop that walleye out with a five gallon bucket and i got yeah. the fish in the bucket but i couldn't get the five gallon bucket of water over the side of the boat you know so but we just call it the ice anglers landing net people with kids love it yeah. uh i had one lady that she won one we did a couple of charity things and she was almost in tears because she said when the, when the kids in the fish house get a fish she said it's just chaos the fishing rods are all over but they can reel it up and they can put their own foot on the foot pedal and kids love it senior citizens love it and anybody else that doesn't want to get down on their hands and knees in the slush i don't have any go ahead mark you have any questions about this i tell you this is this is so simple again looking at it if you guys are curious about seeing what this is all about of course go to grandpajimmy.com and and look for the ice hole trap You'll see videos and interviews of you uh, bef 
with the with the product. But Mark, you just took a video on, didn't you, before we started the show tonight? And you're gonna put it on our Facebook yeah, page, right? I'll put it on our uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok page if you want to see how it works and and see the item itself. It's you have to see it, kind of. And so I will post that on all our stuff. You have. Uh, we saw one video of you, someone having a crappie, you know, and, and bringing it up and and getting the crappie above the bottom part of the ice yep. and got it up into the hole and then the fish trap he stepped on a little th- handle here fish trap closes the bottom of the ice yep. and it was a piece of cake there's no not on your knees like you say and you can stand an ice fish if you wanted to you can stand in your bucket and there's no hurry whatsoever and you there's absolutely no way that fish is going to get out of that hole you can take all the time you want i think that's pretty interesting. here's another idea and we only have a minute <clears throat> say you have a nice fish and you have it trapped in the trap you can get your camera ready. You can be all set so you, that fish isn't out of the water for so long when you're trying to take a picture or something because you know it's secure. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> right. You can get yourself ready. You can get your house set up, get all ready, and then bring the fish up, take a picture, whatever you want to do. Just a lot of applications here. And do like what you and I do. After you, you could let the fish back down the hole and pretend like you just caught it and yeah, take a video. Exactly. Like, yeah, there you go. Or when you drop your fit your uh, rod down the hole, you just step on it I've done and it that. won't go to the bottom. I've done that before. I tell you what, <laughs> that's amazing. I tell you, we're gonna wrap this up. We got Grandpa. Go to GrandpaJimmy's dot com. Grandpa Jimmy Dresh of Ice Hole Trap, and and uh, I, I, I'm excited for you. Uh, we're gonna try to promote this thing. We're gonna push this thing for you. It's gonna be all over the place on our on our sites as well. So. How can people find you, like us talking about? Can, can they contact you directly to ask questions? And uh, Just one little thing. That, if you look on the website, there's some videos on there, and we have a 27-inch walleye that's – if the walleye – if the, you get a 40-inch northern, and he might be longer than what the hole is or whatever, it just pins him up against the side of the hole. Yeah. So there's no fish too big or too small. Yeah. Just go to grandpajimmy.com and check it out. What a thrill, man. Jimmy, thanks for being on the show. Dennis, thanks for driving all the way down here from... Denton, Minnesota. Wherever the hell that is, but it's got to be up there someplace. And thanks for joining us on the 4 Outdoors. We're going we're gonna to push this thing. I'm excited for you, and I'm proud of you, man, because you got bigger balls than most people. That's a takes, a takes some courage to get where you are right now. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening to the 4 Outdoorsman tonight. Thanks to Mike Briggs, Jimmy and Dennis here, of course. Boy, uh, I hope you guys have a great 2024. And my buddy Mark's got something to say. Get outside and make some memories.